3: all right welcome in tuesday edition three dudes with a view it's tuesday it's ron hard day my name is del kennedy i am dude number three dude number two clayton harris uh his whereabouts are unknown at the moment
2: uh, dude number one mr jim york how are you good morning Dale. good morning everybody out there in a bright sunny day
3: it is a bright sunny day and it's you know for a uh, for the first day of august it's unseasonably cool um it's it's been a cool summer all the way around. Uh, very temperate. Uh, very little hot weather. Uh, all right. Clayton Harris is coming into the court. I mean, not the court.
2: Right?
3: <laughs> Clayton Harris is well, coming into the studio.
2: <laughs> Here come the judge. <laughs>
0: yep. Morning, good Del. morning, Del. Good, good
3: morning. All right. Now we've got some a regular special guest on tuesday favorite son native son of columbia ron hart how you doing good morning good morning good morning and we've got a couple we've got a real party going on this morning folks uh seth uh campbell uh teacher at mount pleasant high school and uh democratic activist member of the uh state executive democratic executive committee uh is with us. He he got a break from his duties down at in Mount Pleasant and we're delighted to have him back. Good morning, Seth. Hey, I'm happy to be
4: here. Thanks for having
3: me. All right. And Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard. Good morning, Gabe. Good morning, everyone. Happy to be here. All right. I think uh well let, let's turn to Seth and, and Ron's columns though in this week's Main Street Murray. Um, Seth, what'd you write about? The the paper doesn't come out until tomorrow, folks. So I I don't have a copy or in front of me or anything.
4: Yeah, I just kind of analyzed the whole situation with charter schools. You know, I, I thought it got pretty heated there for a little bit. We were talking a little bit off air about how heated it got, and you know, it ultimately did fail as of now. And I just delved into maybe how a different approach would have produced a different result.
3: Okay, now, and Ron, you may not know that. The Murray County School Board, I think, voted last Thursday night, Mm I believe that's right, to reject a charter school application from American Classical Schools. Um, It was a 6 5 vote, and it's caused quite a bit of stir here locally. uh, And the Republican a republican member of the uh, school board uh Steve McGee, flipped his vote to a no he had previously previously been a yes and that's got a lot of republicans here uh locally very upset because uh a charter school in Murray county is part of the murray county republican platform and um it's there's a lot of there's a lot going on there i I'll say Uh, And Seth, ultimately, though, you were against this charter school proposal.
4: Yeah, but I I think it's important to know, uh, while I was against this charter school proposal, I'm not against all charter schools. I think a charter school is a good idea if it can be executed correctly. Um, I just didn't think we had enough. I mean, we had plenty of answers. I just thought the game plan going into it wasn't successful. And in particular, give us a couple of things that you thought were lacking. Well, I tried to get at it with um, Phil, who was great last week here um, with the first question, but I think it ultimately failed because there wasn't enough a grassroots movement in the rural communities here. If you look at the members who voted against it, it,'s the members that represent uh, Santa Fe, Coloca, Mount Pleasant, um, I think Will Sims represents Hampshire, and those school board members voted against it. and I, I, I thought if we if there was a different route taken from the beginning to cultivate their support from the get-go, maybe it would have passed.
3: Okay, we're going to talk a lot more about charter schools here in a minute. But Ron, what did you write about this week?
0: Uh, I
1: think Main Street Murray delays uh, by a bit. I think Jason Aldine, I believe, would probably be the one hitting the paper that, or already hit last? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm I mean, like seventy newspapers. I, I can't keep up when they run them. They tend to have a delay with his week. Is it a weekly paper?
3: It's weekly. It comes out Wednesday, and I think Jason Aldine is the one this week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll be out tomorrow, I guess. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably writing these columns, as Seth probably knows. You write something, it has to be kind of evergreen because, you know, sometimes it's a week, week and a half away from when you, and the news cycle is so concise now, bam, 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 that sometimes it loses some of its sting when it's like, uh, you're talking about something that happened, you know, 10 days ago. It's old news. But yeah, aldine just basically that Columbia being from there and it's a good town and it got maligned with this thing. I get that, you know, that you know, it was a beautiful courthouse and you know, I just very positive toward Columbia and what it represents and you know, the way the media portrayed Columbia, this you know, nineteen twenty seven incident. Uh, you know, every town has that, I think, in the country, every country has that. So it's and you can do you can dig that up about Anybody you want to dig it up about any any situation you want to dig it up about, you can do it. I mean, I mean, the White House was built by slaves, and and there was segregation. You know, so so so, so Biden lives in the White House, so maybe he should move from there. I mean, you can play this game all day long. You know. So
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, uh, do you think that the uh,
3: anger focused on Aldine had anything to do with these? Uh, they're notorious. A Trump supporter. Is, uh, Trump signs all in his yard, whatnot, and uh, he is from a small town. And-
1: oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's payback from the left-wing media for him trying to hurt him. But they, what they don't realize is they really help him. You know, he a right in his opinion. I mean, 95% of the media is left-wing. I mean, if someone leaves the plantation and goes right-wing, they'd be, A, they better be independently wealthy or at least have, like, like a Mel Gibson or, a, or a, you know, or a... or a um, uh, bill burr or someone like that in the comedian space Chappelle, Chappelle can do it can say some things that others can't the rest of them have to comply to the to the pc standards where they're just not funny anymore or interesting anymore or entertaining anymore so i think he i don't think it was intentional because four songwriters wrote it out of la i think they were surprised that the line was drawn that far in the sand, that ran. It ran through the whole, you know, whatever Capitol Records or whoever has his label. These are a bunch of, you know, you know, four writers wrote that little simple song, which I find also very interesting. That any four writers to write something that simple, but that's just the way it's done these days. It got past them, and then the backlash was was bigger than they thought probably, which actually, like you say, made them
4: laugh all over the bank. Oh, I, think, the I think I think the, the song's one. gone
3: to number one, hadn't it? I think so.
4: Yeah. About, yeah, I think we agree on all that, Ron. I mean, I pretty much said the same thing. I mean, he has a right for his voice to be heard, I mean, or the four songwriters' voices to be heard, and then people have equal right to you know say, I don't like the song, or you know, that offended me, I guess. But,
5: but I think yeah. the problem there is Go there's ahead, nothing about it, it's there's nothing racist, um, regarding the song, there's nothing racist mm-hmm. about the video itself, and I mean. You know, I think that's what's wrong with society right now. We make something that was never meant to even be that, um, you know, in this cancel culture that we're living in. And ultimately, if you really go and I mean, I've listened to the song probably a million times. I I reposted a video that's gone viral. Um, It's amazing to me that we've driven this into a racism issue. And at its true core, there's nothing racist whatsoever about it.
4: I mean, I never thought Aldean was racist, but that, you know.
2: What's that, Mr. York? That's your interpretation. You know, when you got a history of a a county that's got some incidents and you use the county courthouse as a backdrop and and you produce a song with videos that some weren't even in this country, a lot of violence, and you talk about the good old boys, it's like the White Citizens Council and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that has some implications to certain people, you know. If we interpret, yeah. you see, we interpret it York, differently.
1: You see race in everything, and then, honestly, we don't. I mean, you know, I, no, I, I, don't you, tell, you tell me that, Ron.
2: Don't, don't tell you me. You that.
1: can't sort laundry without being—you call it racist. I mean, everything's racist. Don't tell to you. me
2: this country doesn't see race and everything. That's the number one problem we got I, in this country. That's Mr. The Mr. York one whole,
5: wholeheartedly. I do disagree with that. I mean, I, I think that that may be actually part of the problem um, yeah. that we look at we look at everything you know through this set of you know racism and and I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, to your point, I mean, it's a beautiful you know, downtown courthouse um it was meant to symbolize a small town. It wasn't meant to symbolize anything that took place at that courthouse. I mean that's a that's a awful event in history and you know um I, I think that uh, Again, I'll go back to what I said. We're making something out of nothing. Um
2: Then why did the song depict violence, Gabe? If it, if, it's, it, I if think, it's such a pristine I don't know not by, not quiet, I,
0: by why? Him. But,
5: I, I think you, well, I think to Ron's point, it wasn't by him. I think he was saying, Hey, don't come to our small town doing that. There was no there was no implication of a, a racism slur. There was no race you know, racial uh anything to the song, you know, whatsoever.
2: That's that's why we have many interpretations this country and we can't solve this racial problem. If we could ever get people to understand who are in the majority, that race is a central problem in this country. It's race, religion, and money. Those three things create a humongous Amount of problems in this country, Mr. York. You would never you, let it go. You?
1: We're not going to heal and move on, Mr. York. You constantly remind the African American community that they can't do things. They're under, they, they're stacked against them. Everything's terrible. Everything's racist. 1927. You, you know, and generations later, somehow you're you're tethered to this 1927 horrific incident. That you know, so you can spend the whole time just being negative toward them. They, I don't, I see why they didn't think they can't succeed. If you're constantly telling them they can't succeed, in the in the is telling against anybody them, they can't yeah, succeed. Yes, right? it, Mr. York, explicitly, in
2: everything I'm you say, is stacked against you. You I'm saying we got the problems the majority, in this country. Wouldn't you agree that the majority,
5: the majority, are not in any way racist, Mr. York? Why are we constantly catering to the minority?
2: Because you all have the highest voice. You got the loudest voice. Uh, Look at your Republican Party. Uh, Y'all got uh, let twenty uh, percent of the people control the whole party.
1: Uh, so you for, you for think t- totally is, disagree to with pretty much everything you just said? The
4: uh, I think there could be different interpretations, but I no one I, I personally didn't call Aldine racist or anything, but there's just different yeah. interpretations that happen with a backdrop that has a lot of history, and some of that history is very ugly towards you know African Americans. I and, and it's just a different interpretation.
1: You know, 180, hit, million, uh, 180, uh, 180 major countries in the world. Everyone has had some form of slave slavery in We in ain't history.
2: talking about other countries. Let's talk about the US We're talking about everything seas. else. Yeah, you know, all you want to talk about is Irish. Me. But
1: every country, every country, Don't, 180, like 176.
2: Had, try, to had try to divert it. Try to divert it. What about America? America taught Hitler how to be a racist.
5: Mr. York, uh, slavery has been gone a long time and I don't know why we keep living in that same place. Why are we working kids under the minimum wage then if
2: slavery's gone? Here in America? Of course. Here in America. Here in Murray County? Right now. I don't know about Murray County. Here in Tennessee. Right now, people why are you say we, employing, you say we. employing kids below the minimum wage, which is illegal.
5: That that would be illegal. I, I mean, Mr. York, it's let's point that out. Way. Let's call it out. We got a state representative, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Tell, York. Let us Mr. know Mr. where
1: it is, Mr. York. We'll send somebody out to do some about. It. Where is it? Where is this happening? Mi- right now, Mr. York. I will Name the place. I will Name t- it,
6: Mr. York. I'll tell you this right now: if you can Never give me that place. information. I will take that to the state and we will get that corrected right away. You have to give me specifics of this, not generalities, but if you know of a business that is employing individuals that are minors and are also below the, uh, and, and the, 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 the state uh, uh, minimum wage, Mr. York, my job as a representative is to protect those people. Yeah, you know, Scott's picky. Yes, you can so get that information. Hey, check, I'll be happy to do it. The Say, Representative Scott's
2: nineteen seventy four investigation. Check you with you, the can, now, you can't keep they making
5: statements like I that, got, Mr. York, you, Mr. with York. no
1: basis. I got a case for nineteen seventy four, seventy five, seventy six. I was underage and I worked at a slaughterhouse. They paid me. I was underage. I that's one of the best jobs I've ever had. You know, I was underage and I was paid probably less minimum wage. I could forget what it was back then, but it was a job that helped me pay for a car. These things happen to everybody. I mean, obviously, systemically, no, not a great idea. I know 60 Minutes did a piece about a slaughter plant in Nebraska or something that was hiring Mexican kids or Hispanic kids that were underage and they did an expose and they busted that
4: company up pretty hard. Find it out and he'll go after you. Yeah, they relied on that work. Say it it wasn't like a summer wide. job that they, they were taking advantage of that work. I know what you're talking about, Ron.
1: Yeah, Alright, folks,
3: know, there, we've there been listening to a very lively discussion.
1: Fuzzy liquor store. <laughs>
4: A, a
1: very I little, worked at Dairy Queen down there. It's now a liquor store. I worked for uh, uh, when I was 14, 15. Uh, Fuzzy yeah, Dog. Remember the Dairy Queen now? It's a liquor store downtown. Yeah, Lyndon Johnson I, got an ice cream cone there. All right. Yeah, by a gay couple, a gay male couple that owned it. Well, the,
3: uh, Folks, we, it's time to take a break. We've been li- listening to a very lively discussion among Ron Hart, uh, Mr. Jim York, Seth Campbell. Uh, Scott Sapicki's joined us now. State Rep- Representative Scott Sepecky, and I think Probably the next thing on the agenda after the break. We'll be talking about this charter school issue. Gabe Howard, of course, is a county commissioner and has an interest from that position. Uh, And uh, we'll take it up after the break.
1: This is Dr. Wendy Toohey
7: from the Dr. Gill
1: Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me or 615-551-9224.
2: And people let me be just what I want me.
3: Be. Before we get started, though, Coach Mike Lyle is going to talk to us about the Gypsy Kings, November 4th, Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Hi. Uh- If I can get all the buttons pushed here. Yes, the Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night on Saturday, November 4th. Uh, They'll be performing all of the greatest hits, Bombaleo, Valari, and more. You Check out these uh, songs on YouTube. I'm sure you'll recognize them. And uh, just get ready for a really unique and exciting uh, live music entertainment show uh, with a very, very talented group. Uh, tickets and details are available at toninoballardo.com allowed in live production. We'll also have a, a set of tickets uh, around 30 tickets to be given away a little bit closer to the show time. So make, make sure you mark your calendar Saturday, November 4th. The Gypsy Kings coming to TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall in
3: Nashville. All right. The Gypsy Kings, November 4th, Nashville, Tennessee. Be there. All right, folks. We are really having a party this morning, <laughs> and uh, so let me try to, you know, it's radio. I want to make it, I'm trying to get it where you recognize the players. We just heard a very lively discussion, primarily among Ron Hart, Gabe Howard, Ron Hart, native son, favorite son of Columbia, uh, Gabe Howard, county commissioner, and Mr. Jim York, who um, has done about everything over the years. But he's been very active in Democratic causes very civically active and uh, uh, they were talking about Jason Aldean and the song and uh, interesting conversation and I, I wonder yeah I wonder if any you know we, we, we've had a lot of music videos uh, done down on the courthouse square and I wonder if if that's going to be over with now but we'll see who knows? All right. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, man? We're doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good
2: morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody.
3: All right. Let's let the guest dudes get sorted. Uh, re- regular special guest dude on Tuesday, native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Seth Campbell, who's uh, 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 on the State Democratic Executive Committee, and he's a high school teacher in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, uh, writes a column every weekend Main Street Murray, which appears right beside Ron Hart's column every weekend Main Street Murray. Good morning, Seth Campbell. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. All right, and state representative Scott Sapecki has joined us this morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, I think what's really drawing the crowds in is they they want to talk about the charter school application which was rejected by the Murray County School Board last week uh 6-5 vote and um Scott, I know
6: wants to talk about that. Scott, where does it go from here? So the the process is very simple. It's going to be a, the American Classical they can appeal this to the Charter Commission up in, up in Nashville. The Charter Commission will, first of all, and I explained this at the school board meeting, and this is all I explained, Mr. York, I didn't go into any other detail but this, was that if you're going to vote this up or vote this down, that's fine, but you have to vote it down on the merits of the application. It can't be your personal opinions. You have to vote it down on whether or not they've met the obligation put forth by the state to establish the charter or not. That's what the Charter commission's going to look at. So when this goes to the state, the Charter Commission will look at the application, and what they will do is they will first bring up a positive person. Group, and they'll bring up a negative group. The negative group is going to be represented by someone on the Murray County School Board. So since Betty Kinzer was one of the one who's the one who voted against this, and she's the vice chair, Betty Kinzer will probably be, be summoned to the state uh, um, charter's commission, and she will have to testify why she and the others voted against this Charter school. Betty's the vice chair of the uh, Murray County School, Murray County Board. school Board. So okay. she's going to have to be prepared to go to this committee <clears throat> because she is the vice chair. And uh, Michael Fulbright, who is the chairman, voted in support of it. So they do not bring really positive people up there to support it because they know it's, it's been supported. It'll be the negatives. And the question she's going to have to answer that I've spoken of is, okay, based on the application, why did you turn this down? And the problem, and then after that, they will have a hearing down here in Murray County for the citizens to weigh in on pro and con. So that effectively shifts the burden of
3: uh, shifts the the burden to the people opposing the charter school. Betty Kins are in the lead, we think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the burden is on them to uh, prove, prove why, prove that they had good reason to
6: turn it down. Because the state has already allowed charter schools in the state of Tennessee. It's by law. But we have created a process that allows school districts to weigh in on it to say yes or no. So when they go up to the state and they're going to say no, because the state hasn't been involved in this debate right now. They're going to have to look at the framework, go back and look at everything, and American Classical has already made accusations of plagiarism. They're going to have to launch an investigation into that because if it was turned down based off of the answers on the application that were quite possibly plagiarized from another district, even though they could have been the same answers, you're not supposed to, and we are talking education here, you're not supposed to plagiarize someone else's answers.
5: Yeah, I mean, if you were you don't know plagiarism that. in a school. they'd kick you out of school. That's correct. Um, and
1: and Mr. Mr. they Mr. make you president.
2: And you know the the whole process <laughs> that you all formulated was yes. all right, based Ron. on Governor Lee's prerogatives and and you make it sound as if they're criminally involved in making a decision for the betterment of the kids in this county.
6: Well, Mr. York, I think that is, you've hit it precisely. I think the questions we need to be asking ourselves about this charter school to the charter school is what is going to be your process to get better educational outcomes for our students? How are we going to prepare these students that you get for for life after graduation? Start asking those questions about these children, instead of talking about the financial aspects behind it, because Mr. York, with the new TISA funding formula that's coming down to Murray County, Murray County is getting an additional $16 million from the state of Tennessee for the exact same amount of students. So to sit there and say if 340 kids are going to leave the district, quote-unquote, because they are a public school, and go to attend this charter school, Mr. York, that means Murray County is still going to have $14 more to pay our teachers more, to put more teachers in the classrooms for smaller class sizes, et cetera, et cetera. So the grand experiment that everybody has always been clamoring for, and I've listened to you, Mr. York, talk about this, is if you give them more money to create smaller classrooms, we're going to get you better outcomes. Well, here's 14 well, million. You know, more. you
2: still hadn't done that, Scott. I you know, teachers are going back to classroom now and they don't have teachers aides in the kindergarten through the 3rd grade. They don't have support. Uh the only thing I know they did, they got $1,000 extra to buy school supplies for the first time I'm ever here. But there's a lot of things that ought to be done with public schools throughout Tennessee, not just Murray County. True. And the problem is if I show up to the school board and say, I'm going to start a York classical school, give me some money. I have no building, no transportation, no plan, no nothing, and then I, the board is expected to give me an, a charter school application?
6: Well, Mr. Mr. York, if you're familiar with the process, a lot of those questions you've just asked are going to be answered after the charter school is approved, because how do you go to a bank? How do you go to a business? How do you secure property when you don't are not even authorized to do anything yet? And well, so, they
2: went like for a that bill $16 million. Schools, dollars. That's what they wanted, the $16 in, million. In dollars. Mr.
5: York, mm-hmm. again, a lot of half-truths you just told, first of all. Um, and, and also...
3: Dave Howard, folks, Murray County Commissioner.
5: You, you want to talk about the funding piece of it. Um, the school board actually, you know, was entitled to an admin fee as part of being the charter mm-hmm. holder. They gave that away. That admin fee, in my understanding, will now go to the state committee. Is that correct, Scott?
6: If, if it's approved. And so the process is, if, Mr. York, this is approved by the state now what happens is it comes back to murray county and the state will ask murray county school board since we've approved this do you want to be the authorizer this is one more chance for you to maintain control now the kicker though is because of the adversarial relationship now that the Murray County School Board has created with American Classical, they have the final say. American Classical is: do they want to accept Murray County as the authorizer or not? Now here's where it gets a little. Uh, 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 it's where politics comes in a little bit, Mr. York. Is the but state?
2: This is why your whole program is is defunct. It's false from the start off. It, it's a, it creates false premises. In in the whole program of this false committee taking local control out of school boards is a problem. Well,
6: Mr. York, they gave them, we, we were very adamant to make sure that they had to come to the locals first, be able to be turned down fix the corrections in the turndown, and come back a second time to address the application. Allow the locals a second crack at this to say yes or no. And then, when it if the state does approve it, Mr. York, they still come back to the locals a third time and say, now, do you want to be the authorizer or not? And then the state urges, because we don't want to really run these, we urge American Classical to work with the locals at the local level so that, as Commissioner Howard stated, murray county can still collect that admin fee and use that admin fee to help discharge school we should be talking about and i can tell you this if you if you're questioning me mr york go look at our test scores across murray county these are the I students know what that were. The test
2: talking. scores are.
6: Then why they wouldn't we?
2: Impro- then why wouldn't need you want to improve-
6: give an opportunity to 340 kids to have a better shot, Mr. York? We've you got, got to do vehicle, something. You
2: don't go buy
4: a new vehicle. Socialism, everybody's got to be bad. Guys, and I think Everybody, that the we're not we, asking for it. a new vehicle, Mr. York. That's a ridiculous okay. analogy. And, G- and Gabe, we talked. To, I mean. Representative Picky mentioned an adversarial relationship. Yeah, so. and I think that's that's kind of been an issue from you know back in the spring though. I mean, there was never a good relationship really cultivated here, and I think that might have been part why it failed. I mean, we can get into the details and things, but we're talking about uh, plagiarism charges, and then that that uh, news release but, but after but it failed this last week was pretty pretty sharp, you know. But and Seth, then have you some looked of those... at
5: the plagiarism claim? Uh, yeah. Have you see, have you I, seen I, the application? I did, and there the references of Rutherford County are
4: specifically mentioned
5: in it? I did. It's yeah. a legitimate And then after claim.
4: we <laughs> asked Philip some um, questions last week, I, I kind of, I wanted to dig around and figure out what was going on with that because I know plagiarism is wrong. And what I was told was that the application was similar in um, in different counties, so they got similar responses. You don't think um, there was a collaboration effort that was done? I, I could not say that without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I, mean, I don't think that... reference you
2: make that allegation? That, 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 that is, is a hardy York allegation. allegation. I'll, I'll ask you the
5: you same question. The Have you seen the application that I've seen? Have you seen the reference to Rutherford County and their specific
2: LEO? I mean, you saying that the the board members uh, collaborated with somebody else to give an answer that they thought. Mr. York, I'm
5: telling you specifically that in their report, in their report, they are calling theirself Rutherford County. Now, no, why in the why, why, why okay. in the this world would that be price, the case? This, this is not a conspiracy theory, Mister York. I've been presented the data. I've seen it with my own two eyes. No, now, te- now explain that to me, Mister York. I mean, you, well, want, you want to completely write it off, but you, you haven't asked the right that, questions you either.
2: Mem- You're gonna have board members explain it to you. They voted no, and they thought it was in the best interest of these kids. And that's why they were elected. And and if I, they get elected again, and good. And, and, and I'm not writing it, it off. Good. I'm just no, saying
4: and I am just saying that the relationship could have been better from the get go. There could have been more support cultivated in the rural communities to get this passed. Seth, you knew this was this was
5: doomed from the beginning. I don't believe it, that. I, 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 I really I, I don't I truly believe that they were given a fair chance in the process, but it was always a no. I don't know about that Gabe. I, I think I
1: disagree with that one, but all
3: right, folks, Gabe Howard Murray you can kill things Seth in Campbell. committee. There's
1: no there's an easy way if you don't want something done, you that, Democrats particularly know how to kill things in committees and how to... A lot of brush. Republicans
4: you voted against it. it, Ron. A lot of Republicans. The, 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 yeah, I agree. Well, maybe. Well, Four of the I six were Republicans broader, who voted
1: against it. Republicans won't charge schools and Democrats tend not to. Four of the six
2: were Republicans in yeah. Murray County that voted against it, Ron.
1: Uh, On a technical issue, right? Because they plagiarized their application, correct?
5: Did, did they have R's next
2: to
4: their name, or are we just assuming they're R's? No, their voting record goes back years as pulling Republican ballots. Okay, so they've why, not been voted why, in as why an are R they against it. They, they, they're Republicans; they vote Republican,
2: right? Okay. They've you, not been I'll voted in you as you an R. Are they truly against it, or is it just mechanical? Me? <laughs> A couple of board members told me they did not have a track record, and they didn't feel confident that they could carry out the promises that they made. Mr.
6: Mr. York, when we come back, I'm going to ask you a question about that performance uh, criteria you just made right there.
1: I read the Annenberg uh, Annenberg Institute and the uh, Brown study. There's 40% better outcomes, efficiencies in Texas for charter schools there's been studies done on it and of course national education they're unionized teachers they don't want it because you know, it makes them look bad when these people do well but it's, it's the, the big teachers unions are against it always Memphis they got
2: 24 it. charter schools
1: mm-hmm. well I bet the stats I bet their results are better than the rest of Memphis schools I'll guarantee you that almost <laughs> I'll guarantee you that actually
3: alright I didn't know that Scott you're saying that's right that's correct well let's take a break come back
2: This is Barry
6: Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia.
2: Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo. Return to Nashville. With a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. To be, to be. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at t Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through
0: ToninoBaliardo.com. Allowed in live production
7: Stay comfortable and relaxed this July. Hiller is keeping you chillin' all summer with free outdoor gear. When you upgrade your home's essential systems, we're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chillin' all summer long. Book your appointment at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy
5: Face Truck today.
3: segment of the show, I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Del. Uh, if you don't mind, after uh, we go through introducing everybody, I'd like to say something, please.
3: Oh, yeah, you're on, you're up, Clayton. All
0: right, dude number
3: Thank one, you. Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest, dude on Tuesday, native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. Good morning. All right. And friend of the station, uh, somebody we welcome any time. Uh, well, everybody here is welcome any time. But friend of the station, Seth Campbell, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, and the state representative, Scott Sepecky. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And, folks, I think it's uh, – we've been having a pretty hearty debate about charter schools and the merit or lack of merit of the application, which was turned down by the Murray County School Board last weekend of American Classical Schools to uh, – form a charter school here in Murray County. Of course, Scott Specky is chair of the education uh, uh, subcommittee in the State House of Tennessee, and so he's very, very familiar with the legislation creating charter schools. Uh, Mr. Jim York, um, among the many other things he's done in his life, he's past chairman of the Murray County School Board. So he has that experience and perspective to guide him in this conversation. Seth Campbell teaches in Murray County Schools uh, as in uh, Mount Pleasant High. So uh, everybody here uh, brings a perspective. Now, I want to also, Gabe Howard, Murray County Commissioner, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good morning, y'all. All right. Now, Gabe, I want to get your perspective as a commissioner on this charter school thing now. The the thing is, the Murray County Commission, uh, we're facing humongous growth, right? More kids in schools in Murray County, lots more. We're going to have to build schools, and we have not much tax base to do it. Property tax holder, hold, uh, owner, property taxpayers are going to have to pay for these schools. Uh, you know, uh, American Classical proposed that. That they would uh, provide or build a a school. Well, it's it's uh, K through 12 is where what the charter, uh, what American Classical proposes to offer, and they propose to build or obtain a school building at their expense uh, for this thing. Now, the last high school building we built, uh, what the one up in Spring Hill, is clocking in at about 110 million, isn't it? It is. It is. So what's oh. your perspective, Gabe? Well,
5: um, Del, you know, when I looked at this, I knew it was a sensitive subject in our community. You've got – I mean, it's really turned into a political conversation, and, and honestly, I hate that for our kids. I hate that every time we're talking about educating our kids in Murray County, it's it, we're tying a dollar sign to their head. Um, and unfortunately, that's the way that the funding formula works. Um, I don't like that conversation altogether. But my my perspective on the charter school specifically was, um, you know, this year I was in charge of the capital projects. I sit on the budget committee. Um, I had, you know, some main objectives coming out of that. Number one. No property tax increase whatsoever. Period. Blank. End of conversation. Number two, no large borrowing. Um, we have, as a county commission, borrowed money every single year, significant amounts of it. And at some point, we got to turn that ship. And so we, uh, you know, my recommendation was not to approve the North Columbia uh, Elementary. Um, campus that the school school board brought to us and it, and it was really about let's develop a plan, let's do some studying on the data, let's make sure that we're making the right decision. So um, the charter school for me was number one, most importantly, give the parents a choice. We, we acknowledge um, the charter school is not for every family in Murray County, and it has been amazing to me and disgusting in the same to- token. The misinformation that has been spread across the board when it comes to this charter school application. Wow, no kidding. Now, now you on both sides too. On both sides, on both sides, hundred percent on both sides. So
3: you're you're for the. American
5: I, class I, I am have. for the parents' choice. Okay, and uh, you know, I think that. For me it was, we have an applicant that is willing to come to Murray County, build a school, buy a building, lease a building. You know, that's, that's their, however they get there, that's their responsibility. And to educate children in a classically trained education. I think it just it broadens our educational landscape. It allows people an additional opportunity because I think we forgot to, to really look at, we've got a problem here in Murray County folks. We owe it to the children, we owe it to the parents here in Murray County to figure it out and to do something different. This and, was and
3: this was a do something different do, for me. Do something different because what we to, to my view or at least my experience is public education has basically stayed the same for the last 50 years here in Murray County. And um you know, and and they're great folks everywhere I go. I meet teachers like Seth who are dedicated to his job. You know, and and, and
5: we're thankful very, for that.
3: Yeah, it's very difficult for me to you know to find a villain out there. And,
4: and we're not against but, charter but, schools as but, teachers. We just are looking for. I mean, I think a different one than this yeah. specific application that came in for numerous <laughs> reasons. Yeah, let, let me ask you. But, but, let, but let
3: everybody I run into in public education, just you know, they seem to be bright, dedicated, you know, whatever. Yet though. Even though that's the case, you know we're doing. uh, Murray County is doing worse than our peers. We're doing worse than Shelbyville. I mean, we're doing worse than Lawrenceburg. uh, You know, worse than Fayetteville. We're a lot worse, Uh, and. um, so even though i can't i can't find i a can billing. see
1: why teachers teachers wouldn't want to charge i get that, i get why they wouldn't because you lose your best students to it right so you're sitting there trying to do a class of 20 25 students and your one or two best performers might go to that charter school so your numbers are gonna go down i, I mean i can see the the self-interest there right hey,
6: well hey ron let, let me yeah, let, right. let me hold you up there for a second right. scott this was ahead, this was 340 students open enrollment. So. It was, it was open enrollment, so anybody, any child that applied up to 340 would be automatically accepted. Over 340, then it becomes a blind lottery. So yes,
1: it's you... not based on, off, off of off your test scores no, and tested th- into
6: that, it? No. That's one of the things that we did in Tennessee was we, we made sure that they're all open enrollments, which means you can't right. have a, a charter school coming in and cherry-picking all your best students
1: well well and essentially though any parent who has the gumption to get their kid in there probably that kid's a little above and beyond wouldn't you say a little bit but but we did the esa um, hmm.
6: the the, ESA, the educational savings account in nashville and what we found ron was yes there is a certain group of of parents that are concerned about education but there was another uh, kind of uh, another group of individuals that you normally would not have thought would be engaged in education those low-income poverty parents that saw an opportunity for their kids to get out of their situation and we saw in nashville and memphis it's about 50 50 right now where the schools are made up of kids that are from affluent affluent households and kids that are from poverty and what's happening is by commingling those two groups together they're getting a lot of really good results right now okay and so, folks let me let me go but, uh, but clayton had a question
3: yeah i i, got, I forgot about clayton we're juggling a lot <laughs> of balls
0: here today clayton what's going on man well, Del, you know, I, 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 since we've had this conversation, I, I, a good friend of mine who's on the school board, uh, who I, I'm not going to name, uh, who, who is a good man, and um, I probably consider him a, I would probably consider him a Republican, uh, but you know, he he's telling me that there's been a lot of false statements made, and I, I think it's only fair that I, you know, kind of you know try to correct that based on what he's telling me you know uh, News Channel 5 did recently did a report that 80% of charter schools in Tennessee perform worse than other schools in their own district uh, Scott you had mentioned something about finances but they were never mentioned by anyone that voted against uh, the application uh, the, the, he also says there was absolutely no collaboration between the school board Uh, and those who voted on this with anyone. And he can't name a single person on the board or in the administration in Robertson, Rutherford, Montgomery, or Madison County. Uh, They had the chance to answer the questions that were brought forth, by those who voted no uh, the first time, and their reply wasn't very good. Uh, And he, he stated that his vote wasn't against charter schools, but it was actually against this application.
6: Okay, so so we can unpack a couple things there, and we we don't have enough time and, and to do it. Scott, before before we
3: get to that though, one of the big things you know, you know we've heard that charter schools are going to drain off your best students. Okay, we've just talked about that. Not not true. Second of all, we keep hearing that charter school uh, charter school would take away money from the public school, and and what you said earlier. Uh, led me to believe that
6: the way the funding formula is that no, the public schools will lose no money. Mm-hmm. That's is that correct. correct? That's correct. And then, you know, about the financial statement, Clayton, um, the attorney When they closed out the meeting, Clayton, and you can tell whoever this was, I think I know who it is, the attorney referenced that they were going to issue a statement to the state on why they turned it down, and the attorney referenced the financial decisions and the financial ramifications that the school board had talked about. So the financial decision of turning it down is going to be in their report to the state. And it might have been in the resolution. And then then, nobody said that the school board and Rutherford County colluded, what we said was that when it this wasn't the school board, when, when this application, central office prepared that when report. this application was put together by that right. committee to present to the school board, that, inform, that information and those questions may have been uh, taken from other counties, and therefore we weren't getting a true representation of how this charter school applied to Murray County. It were answers well, that well, were getting well, from well, other.
1: counties. Was it self sabotage? You think they tried to sabotage because they didn't want it? I, I don't know. Don't know. But
6: we'll see that, what, we'll what the state
2: The LEA in Murray County is an independent elected body. Mm-hmm. They have a right to make decisions that they feel is the best interest of the school system, mm-hmm. and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And I think you made a political error in, before in saying that they're going to be brought up to Nashville to testify and all that. Uh, I think that was ill ill fated, and it shouldn't.